welcome to Reframe and Rewire Greatness Through Daily Routine. This podcast is designed to alter your mindsets and transform your day-to-day from the second you open your eyes to you close them at night, adapting what I would call a success routine. This series is liable to change your life. And it's never the big things that you do, but the littlest things you do every day that make the biggest difference. And now, on to the podcast. Thank you for joining. Welcome back to the podcast as we continue in this series on energy drainers versus producers. We're still kind of leaning towards the side of talking about energy drainers, and we're going to be getting into producers And I'm trying to cover all ends of the spectrum on this. So if you're just now joining us, I would encourage you to stay with us, but also to uh, go back and listen from the very beginnings. We've covered a lot of information thus far. I'm not going to take you through that right now because I want to dive right into the material, but I'm hoping you're going to find this helpful. In fact, the next couple of these, um, I have personally experienced drastic changes in my own life from uh, applying. And I think you'll find them quite interesting because a lot of times these two areas are neglected. And people don't realize how much they could be affecting them until they have investigated or at least given it a try. So here's the next one, dehydration. Do you know about 75% of the population is dehydrated? And they don't even know it. Uh, Dehydration happens, it comes on subtly, and uh, it can happen and create devastating results or it could create minor results. Uh, In fact, either way, it's going to affect you, okay? Um, it can, but it can definitely affect your energy level. According to researchers at the University of Connecticut's Human Performance Laboratory, a seemingly insignificant 1.5% water loss in normal body water volume, or mild dehydration, can handicap a person's ability to think clearly. Hmm, ever have some brain fog or just feel like you're kind of stumbling around and forgetting things? Well, that can have a huge effect on your brain. In fact, your brain is composed of 75% water, okay? Uh, So this is a big deal. Now, just a quick story of my own before I go on with this uh, in terms of dehydration. Years ago, it was very common for me to wake up with a headache pretty much every day. And I just felt like that was just a normal part of having a stressed life. And I did. Uh, you know, a lot more stress in earlier days of my career than now. I mean, I've learned an awful lot over the years in my studies on uh, human behavior and habits and neuroscience and physiology, and I've made an awful lot of changes in my world that have, you know, alleviated a lot of the symptoms I used to have. Well, headaches was just one of those. There were others, of course. Well, what I found out is that, that in actuality, it wasn't stress causing the headaches. It was dehydration. So I made an effort, genuine effort, to begin drinking. Uh, I would drink, I'd keep a little cup in the bathroom, and I would drink two five-ounce cups at night, so about 10 ounces, and then I'd do it again first thing in the morning. Now, I know some studies say you shouldn't drink at night, whatever. Um, you know, if you have bladder issues and so forth, maybe that's the, that's the thing. But this worked for me, so I'm just sharing my story. I also made an effort to drink more water during the day, Okay. Now, it's water that, that's required. You can't substitute water for pop. You can't, you know, you can't use it with soda pop or, uh, you know, uh, diuretics, which, you know, oftentimes is coffee, alcohol, things like that. Not the same thing. It's not even close. But but what happened was I, I stopped having the headaches. In fact, I even discovered just by experimentation that if I was starting to get a headache, I would drink some water. And many, many times, more times than not, my headache went away just from drinking the water. 
Interesting, huh? So I, I take far less aspirin now than I ever have in my life. And, uh, well, of course, in my earlier life. I haven't really had to take much aspirin in years now since I've done these studies on myself. Okay, so uh, going back to the study, it notes that it doesn't matter if a person walked for 40 minutes on a treadmill or was sitting still at rest, the damaging effects of dehydration on energy levels and cognitive performance were the same. So a uh, quick tip here, uh, many experts seem to agree that drinking water per day, um, especially if you're physically active or maybe out in the heat, but quite frankly, you can even lose water and we do lose uh, uh water through uh, just normal evaporation. That can even happen while you're sleeping, okay? But but needing to, to, to keep that replenished is really critical. Now, an easy way to check to see if you're hydrated, there's actually a couple of them. Number one, um, you can pinch the skin on the back of your hand, and if it goes back down quickly, chances are you're getting enough water. If it goes back down really slowly or it just kind of stays in that pinched pattern that you, you created on your hand, then chances are you don't have enough water. Okay, that's one. Number two, um, your urine, actually. Uh, the color of your, the, the deeper the color of urine or the darker the color of urine, the more likely it is that you're not getting enough water. So your urine should be fairly clear. I'm not saying totally clear, but fairly clear, okay? Uh, so those are a couple of ways. There's probably more ways than that, uh, but we're not going to cover all of them today. But I really want to stress the fact that dehydration can make a massive difference in your overall ability to stay energized, and, and, and as I've said, it's the little things you do every day that make the biggest difference. In fact, long-term dehydration can cause a tremendous amount of damage to you, to your skin, um, can cause wrink, you know, wrinkles in your skin to be more prevalent, can cause a number of other issues with your brain, your organs, etc. So hydration is a really critical thing that not enough people pay attention to. All right. Uh, I've got only like a minute or so left, so I don't know how far I'll get on this next one, but Iron deficiency. Okay, now early, again, early in my life, I was having an iron deficiency. This is more prevalent with women, um, but um, uh, there's been studies done on this too. And uh, it, it is the most prevalent uh, deficiency in the world. An iron shortage in the body means that not enough hemoglobin can be produced, deriving from your muscles, tissues, and organs of oxygen. Um, as a result, your body and mind can feel sluggish and run down. So um, a quick tip on this, vegans and vegetarians are especially prone to iron deficiency as the mineral is most abundant in fish, meat, and poultry. Therefore, it's necessary to acquire iron supplement or a food substitute, iron fortified cereal or foods that contain iron. And I don't have uh, time right now to get into that, but maybe we'll come back and give you a few thoughts on that tomorrow. So we'll look forward to having you back tomorrow. This is Michelle Steffes, Reframe and Rewire, Greatness Your Daily Routine. Thanks for joining me.